The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let, let's talk about some some worse situations for another team. Uh, this was covered on the Oddcast with Brandon Lee Gouton and Rob, uh, Rob Stats Guerrera, a.k.a. the Atlanta Falcons of the SB Nation NFL show feed. But Bam. free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty Deshaun is free of Bob at last. Bill O'Brien sacked from the Titans gig after flying too close to the sun with his general manager responsibilities that gutted the team of talent. Uh, Kyle, if you're looking for potential replacements, we'll attack it this way since I don't think they did on the Oddcast. I, I think where you start, obviously, is Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. His name was tossed around a bunch last offseason. Nothing, nothing stuck there. Uh, Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable, with what he's doing with Josh Allen, you're going to you know be able to to kind of pick a job there. Uh, do you agree with that? Maybe some other names out there that you like because there's already rumored that Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator from the Patriots, is, is linked there. Uh, who, who do you like in that situation for uh, our boy Deshaun Watson? Because I think. I think everyone is invested in saving him. How would you save him and who with? So first off, I want to say that Deshaun is our large adult son. And we are all so, so happy for him that he's freed. (laughs) And whoever the next coach is, is going to be a gazillion times better than what he has had to do. Because if you just watch what the Texans stylistically do on offense... They give Watson no shot to be successful. Like he has to do everything on his own. And the Vikings game is a great example of that, where he's rolling out to the short side of the field where receivers are rolling to the wide side of the field. Like that is just one play, but it happens so often and is so maddening to watch. But as far as the names and also speaking of these names, I don't know if just because there are a significant, significantly better play caller, like they're a good play caller, that that makes them head coaching material. So that mm-hmm. is something that we always need to distinguish. But Greg Roman is a name that I've seen thrown around, and I don't really think that he would be a great fit for what Deshaun does because just based on what he's doing with Lamar, I think mm-hmm. BNME is just a genius, and yeah. he makes life so much easier on Mahomes. It helps that Mahomes is you know the one of the best quarterbacks of all time already, but yeah. I think he's just a really good offensive mind. And Lincoln Riley is going to be popular just because Oklahoma, Texas, and, you know, Houston. But I, I, he's in such a cushy situation in Oklahoma. That would be hard for him to leave. Um, Dayball is just, man, he is really good with Buffalo. And that might be one of the best names that I've seen. Arthur Smith is a Titans OC. And as a play mm-hmm. caller, he like he, is, he puts Ryan Tannehill in really good situations as well. Yeah. I'm just looking at guys that make life easier on their quarterback because Deshaun is going to make your life easier as well. So if you can just kind of simplify the offense and put him in situations where he's not having to have these second and 11s, third and nines every time that he's just going to be in a better situation in general. Who, who do you like? Yeah, I mean, I, I like Dable and I, I've I've professed my love for him on this show. You know, being a head coach is a different beast, obviously. But as far as putting your quarterback in easier situations, I think Dable was doing that last year with Allen. They just didn't have the offensive results from it because they Allen wasn't the quarterback he is this year. He's playing fantastic uh, this year. I think everyone recognizes that. It wasn't the same last year. Uh, Biennemi, who... You know, a lot of people, when I mentioned his name last offseason, they were like, well, he doesn't call plays and whatnot. It's like, 
So, you know, Peterson didn't call plays. Now you didn't call plays. Bienemy also called plays in certain situations and is calling them even more this season in, 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 in situations. So I think he's more than, than prepared to be a very good offensive head coach. I, I like him. One, one name that we were kind of kicking around before the show, I wanted to ask you about Kellen Moore, because Kellen Moore is a guy that I felt was a, a key keep. Like Dallas had to keep this guy when Mike McCarthy came in because I felt that he had one of the better offensive uh, schemes, overall uh, uh, designs, mo- using motion, giving his quarterback pre-snap information. Obviously, having a quarterback like Dak helps, but what would you think of Moore? Is he too young? Is he not proven it that can, he can do it without the weapons? Like, what's your feel on him? Yeah, I would just say it's a little too early because you want to make sure that he is the right guy that's going to be prepared for every situation. As a head coach, you're not just calling the offensive plays. So that you're, there's just so much more on your plate as a head coach, and we haven't really seen more do it at the professional level, at a high level from that standpoint. But, I mean, it, it's it's tough to say just because you can go in so many different ways here. And you would think that whoever you give Deshaun Watson will be able to put him in a good situation. So it would be so hard for the Texans to screw this up, which means that they're going to screw it up. Do you think they would even think about going to a defensive coach, maybe like the 49ers defensive coordinator, Robert Saleh? Am I saying that correctly? It's it's Salah, and nobody Sala. knows, nobody knows how to pronounce that, okay. so don't, <laughs> don't worry about that. So he, he is actually a very well-prepared coach, and the Texans are probably going to have their quarterback coach who supposedly will do well, and I imagine Robert Saleh will also bring in an offensive mind probably the 49ers run game coordinator, run game pass coordinator. Mm. So that would be something to keep an eye on as well. Um, but he, he is very prepared. Plucking from the Shanahan tree. Yeah. I, I like, like that. If, yeah. if you want to bring somebody in, bring somebody that who is an offensive mastermind. So that makes a lot of sense. And I, I would say that would probably even be make more sense than bringing in just because he's an offensive mind doesn't mean he's going to thrive. So you right. want to just make sure that Deshaun Watson is surrounded by a bunch of different minds. Have you seen Have you seen the guy? I asked you before. I don't know if you've Googled it yet, but this guy, and this is for the listeners too, of course, but Jack Easterby, he is going to be pulling all the strings for the Texans in this decision here. He is the executive VP of football operations. He looks like Howie Roseman if Howie Roseman was a Sphinx cat, you know, those furless, those furless cats. He looks like he looks like trouble, man. He looks like 2020 Littlefinger. The, the, the guy is going to live forever. I'm watching. I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and that's why my face <laughs> is the way that he is. <laughs> I have a lot on my mind right now. Right. So we'll 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 move on past that now that I've just blown uh, Kyle's mind. And if you're at home Googling this, a lot of a lot of thoughts going through the head there. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.